Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Happiness Headspace podcast. So today we have Luca Whitaker here with us. So would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. My name is Luca, and I make videos on YouTube about lifestyle and positivity and just trying my best to uplift other people and show my life, all my adventures, and also my just normal day-to-day routine as a college student in art school. Yeah, and recently I saw that, well, for the summer, you've been in Italy. I know now you're back in Florida, I think, but um, how was that? Like, I think you went there to learn Italian, right? So how was that whole experience for you? It was amazing. I actually decided to learn Italian over quarantine. So every night I spent like an hour at night studying Italian and I was kind of manifesting going there. And when I had my, my mom actually discovered this program called EF and it's a program where you can go and learn the language and be immersed in the culture. And so I did that for a little over a month and it was the most amazing experience ever. I just have such a passion for Italian culture and Italy is just gorgeous itself. So my heart was so full when I was there. Yeah, that's amazing. I've been to Italy once and it was literally like the best place ever. Like it's just so like magical. I want to go back. But um, yeah, I'm really glad that you had that experience and you said that you sort of manifested it. So do you want to just touch on like how you use the law of attraction into your life and like manifestation? Because I know you've made a lot of videos about that on your YouTube channel. So I'm sure our listeners would like to hear about that. Yeah, of course. So let's see. I My manifesting technique has pretty much stayed the same and I will just do whatever makes me most excited. I think it's important to just have fun with it because the more, I don't know, strict you try to be on yourself, I think the less fun it becomes. So what I do is I meditate every morning for about 30 minutes and I just close my eyes. And once I'm in a calm state, I just imagine anything I want really. And so, I don't know, I think I imagine myself in Italy and just being really happy. And I wanted to learn Italian just for the pure interest of it. And I think that also helped me like take action towards my goal because there was a reason to be there. And I actually got to leave the country with my vaccination card, of course, but I got to leave a little bit earlier than most um, people from the United States because I was going for uh, studying. So that ended up being a crazy experience because when I went, there weren't any Americans there for the most part, at least, because they weren't allowed to be. So I was in like, you know, the Trevi Fountain and there would only be like a couple people there and it was just so amazing. And I think I'll never get that experience again, but yeah, just really focusing on immersing myself in the Italian culture, both by learning and listening to music and just really like loving it. I don't know. <laughs> Love is such a, a powerful emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I can imagine like with like 
being one of the most touristic places in the world and then there's like no tourists there I can imagine how like amazing that was and would you say you have any other like manifestation success stories that you want to share that you thought were really cool yeah man I would say I can remember my YouTube channel definitely blowing up after I learned about manifesting not directly after and it definitely was a slow climb. I hate to use the word blow up even because it definitely wasn't like an overnight success by any means. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication. But I just started writing I am grateful sentences down in my notebook. And this is like the most effective technique for me because sometimes visualization can be a bit hard because your mind wanders and you don't know exactly what to visualize but like writing something down is very to the point and you can't really mess it up so I just write I'm grateful for you know people recognizing me in public I'm grateful for my channel growing I'm grateful for finding a manager I manifested having a YouTube manager who was really great and I manifested brand deals coming in like I, I remember when I got an email from like Neutrogena and I was like wow that's really cool and then Sephora collection came in and then I started writing I'm grateful for meeting this person and then a year later I would be in like the same room with that person and then starts to become friends with them and it was just really surreal starting to become like close friends with people who I really looked up to so I think that was definitely a really surreal manifestation especially being in the room with people who you were so inspired by at one point and then just kind of being like whoa I'm actually here I mean they're all just people at the end of the day but it's still really cool so no 100% and I think it's really important what you mentioned earlier about um not like forcing manifestation and like just doing whatever like feels exciting because I feel like especially like like that happened for me because um I got super into manifestation and it was like so exciting and like I would like visualize and like everything and then at some point I was like like seen it as a task to like get what I wanted so I was like okay well now you're gonna have to write this down and now you're gonna have to whatever visualize this and do this meditation and I would like make myself like manifestation to-do list to like get to my goal and like that was like like that didn't work you know because if you're not like feeling the excitement of it and if you're not um like being like having fun while manifesting it then you're not gonna get what you want you need to put emotions and energy into your manifestations for them to come true um because if not it won't come true because that's just how the law of attraction works and everyone who's listening you guys can go check out Luca's channel to see um some videos on manifestation I know that's how I found you on YouTube mm -hmm. from your manifestation videos um like a few years ago and they were really helpful to me um I know you go to SCAD I've seen your vlogs last year I don't know if school's restarted for you or not but um how have you liked that experience yeah so I had a bit of a different experience because it was during quarantine and that was my first quarter. So, I mean, needless to say, things were very different and I don't think any college student really had a college experience. Um, I'm hoping this year will be better, but I really did enjoy all of my classes. I 
loved what I was learning and I felt like I did meet a couple really cool people and I'm glad I like started my education you know and made the most of my time but I really don't think it was like a true college experience plus SCAD is pretty small especially at the campus I go to so I mean I knew I wasn't going to get that like university feeling where you go and watch football games and have you know sororities and all that but with that being said I think SCAD is a really creative school and it's really cool being surrounded by creative people Mm-hmm, for sure. And um, I believe you moved out, right, to like a different state when you went there. So how was that like as well? Yeah, it was, it was really difficult. I miss my family a lot. And it was during quarantine. So I felt really isolated. And I was, I tried so hard to put myself out there and find Facebook groups and like meet people through Instagram. I even did like Bumble BFF for you go on Bumble and try to like meet up with people, obviously safely, but I tried that. I really just did the best I could to make friends, but it was so hard. And yeah, it was difficult, but it definitely made me a stronger person. And I, I look to that time and think, wow, I'm, I made a big leap in my life. So I'm glad that I pushed through that. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, I'm sure during the pandemic, that must have been really hard because I felt like so isolated and I was literally with my whole family in my house. So like, I can't imagine like being like alone or alone with a roommate. And how did the pandemic, all of that, I know it was a crazy year for like literally everyone. So how did that affect you? Like, you know, like you were mentioning in college and all of that. The pandemic was super hard for me and I know it was hard for everyone, but I just had to keep reminding myself that I was really blessed. I think the thing I struggled with the most was feeling really lonely because, you know, I mean, I didn't even have the worst of it. You know, my roommate lived by herself completely during the whole entire pandemic and I couldn't even fathom how she made it through that truly. I have an admiration for anyone who's gone through things alone. And that's why social media is also great because you can talk to people and maybe feel a little bit less alone. But yeah, I can just remember like really feeling down, especially I got COVID as well. So uh, that period wasn't amazing either. Um, It was just a really hectic time. And a lot of social injustices that were really hard to carry with everyone. And, you know, I really hope that this year will be better, but I think it makes you grateful for the time that you have with people you love and to just remember that nothing is certain in life. So be grateful mm-hmm. while it's here. Yeah, absolutely. Um it definitely is very eye-opening for everyone, the pandemic, going through that, and even seeing, like, like you're, I don't know if that's exactly what you're talking about, but even seeing in other countries how the situation for them is right now compared to, like, I'm in Canada, you're in the United States, like, compared to our situations, and then there's, like, these, like, third-world countries who are really struggling through all of this, so it's definitely, like, really um, eye-opening, and um, 
to see like what's going on with these other countries and just how the pandemic has affected everyone around the world. Um, it's just been crazy times for everyone. And I really hope the variant doesn't take over our world again because <laughs> I don't want to go through that again. It was, I think it was a rough period mentally for a lot of people. Um, and that's like when I started my podcast, because I was like, I need to first of all have something to do. And second of all, like I talked a lot about like mental health and stuff on my YouTube channel. So I was like, if I um, start a podcast then it can be like even longer and I could speak to other people and then we have like different perspectives on everything that's going on um and yeah definitely a lot of people have reached out to say that like they feel the same way like obviously COVID sucks so much so um and I'm like it sucks that I'm even still talking about it because it's how has it been a year and a half and I'm still like how was the pandemic for you like you know um but yeah, definitely, hopefully we get out of this soon. Um, I think that's all what we're hoping for. Um, and I'm going to completely change the top topic now. So um, I know I ask everyone this question and I think it's really interesting to see. So what um, did you want to do when you were growing up versus like what you ended up doing? So now you're at SCAD, you're doing YouTube. Um, what would you say is like what you wanted to do growing up versus now? Hmm. I think I, I went through a lot, a lot of stages as a kid. I remember there was a dolphin trainer phase. I thought it'd be so fun to just live at res, a resort and train dolphins. I know I really wanted to be an actress for a while. I would do like, I would use the photo booth app on the computer and make little videos of me and I would make my babysitter like pretend that I was famous and have her be like on an interview show and interview me like I was some famous person. Um, yeah, that was pretty unrealistic, but I did really want to be a YouTuber as I think I can't remember how old I was, but all I remember is being obsessed with Juicy Star 07, Bethany Moda. I think like 11th gorgeous just like these girls that were on YouTube and I would like talk in the mirror and you know pretend I was a YouTuber low-key manifesting <laughs> so yeah I would say a YouTuber slash maybe actress but yeah so mm -hmm. I guess I'm yeah. living my dreams <laughs> and what made you decide to choose SCAD as a school I love the fact that I won't have to take any more math classes. <laughs> um, I hate math with a burning passion and I'm just a creative person in general. So I really like how their classes are all project-based. There are tests, but they're not a majority of the class. And I just really like how it was focused on making projects because when you're out in the real world, that's what you do. You make projects based on what you do, of course, but I think it just fit more to my uh, strengths of being more of a right side of the brain thinker than a traditional school where I would have to take a bunch of core classes that I necessarily won't ever use like math or science. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I don't see myself doing more like very 
like like you're saying like math and science stuff like when I get out of high school because that's just not what I'm interested in I'm more like um like an artsy person like you so definitely um and what would you say so you've been doing YouTube for a little while now um so how did you I know you mentioned watching all those YouTubers that everybody was obsessed with in like 2014 um so like how but so that was obviously part of it but how did you um get to starting your YouTube channel I just decided to go for it one day and I convinced my parents to get a camera for me because I was a gymnast and I told them that I wanted to take pictures of like my gymnastics so I needed like a faster shutter speed which is like so the photos won't be blurry while the person is moving because you're moving fast so I convinced them to get me an expensive camera and then I was like I can finally film like my videos and not saying you need to have like a fancy camera to start a channel but I think I wanted my videos to be high quality so I filmed this room tour and I showed my mom and she was like, no, you're not putting that on the internet. There's like weirdos on the internet. And I was really sad about it. And I was like, well, could I at least put something else? And she thought about it and finally let me. And from then on, I would say my parents were pretty supportive of it. And I just kept uploading and I really just dedicated a lot of myself and my time to learning YouTube. Yeah, um, I know for me, um, social media tends to affect me really positively for like things like these and um, mental health videos on YouTube and everything like that, but also scrolling on Instagram comparison, all of that. Um, I tend to get affected negatively by social media a lot. So um, how would you say social media has affected you and your mental health? So I agree with you. Social media can be very toxic. And I am very, very careful about social media. Even though it's my job, I go on it like the very minimal amount that I have to of course when I get bored I'm on there often but yeah I cannot go on the Instagram explore page and start looking and comparing myself to other girls even though my Instagram explore page is mostly Timothy Chalamet edits so that's a safe place but um, it's really really important for me because I know that it has a negative effect on my mental health to set app limits And so I only have like an hour set for Instagram and TikTok. And I, if I spend time, like if I notice myself one day getting kind of wrapped up in social media for too long, and then I start maybe criticizing myself or noticing my mental health be affected, I will decide to just stay off of it the next day or do maybe like a two day cleanse. And this way I'm not waiting until I feel really, really bad about myself, you know, like those days when you just like realize you've been scrolling for hours on end and then you feel like really bad, (laughs) you know, I think we've all been there. So just being super self-aware, that's why I love to meditate because I can notice when these things happen and say, okay, I think I need to put my phone down and go take a walk because it's not real life, you know, 
back in the 1950s, you wouldn't see like this crazy amount of information overload at once. Mm -hmm. You'd only see the people on the streets and then maybe, you know, at home. And those were the only people you could really compare yourself to. But now it's, you can see the whole world on social media. And that's really hard for everyone. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, yeah, I feel like I've definitely gotten better at like putting my phone away and being like, okay, Chloe, like that's enough of being on Instagram. Like get up, like do something. Like even if it's just like cleaning my desk for like the fifth time in the day because I don't know that's really random but I clean a lot like when I'm stressed or like when I have nothing to do like I literally make messes to clean them up anyways that's a whole different topic but um yeah for sure and I have a time limit set for TikTok too but TikTok is just so addicting I have an hour time limit and I have never respected it one day since I said it and I literally talk about this in every single episode and my aunt told me she was like yeah I was listening to your episode um and you kept saying how TikTok is really addicting so you know so I downloaded it to see like why everybody says it's so addicting I was like that's literally the whole point of me saying that so you don't download it so anyways I'm a bit of a bad influence on my family apparently um with (laughs) social media but I really I'm still working on getting even better at just like putting my phone away and like you know but the good thing about TikTok now is that instead of scrolling and like seeing all these like thirst traps (laughs) um I just have like literally made my for you page so that I can only see cleaning videos Uh, I don't know what the obsession is but that's just the obsession at the current moment with me so anyways that's just how's how it's going for me in my life but um again changing the subject to something completely different um I know I'm a big inspirational quotes whatever Pinterest quotes girls so um I wanted to ask you what is one of your favorite quotes and why I look at Pinterest a lot so I'm surprised I don't have like a go-to quote because I feel like there's so many good ones but I really enjoy this quote that's everything comes to pass and I don't know I like quotes that really they, they're not like so cheesy that you you read it and you're not really impacted by it because I think it's so easy to say like everything happens for a reason and I do believe that but when I'm feeling down and you know I'm feeling really sad it doesn't help for me to see a quote like that it's just like I don't know I think I really like the the tenderness and the the sadness of quotes that are like, okay, life has suffering, just accept it. And I feel like everything comes to pass. It's just recognizing that good things, bad things, they're all going to pass. So, you know, whether you're going through a really good time, just enjoy it while it lasts and then be prepared for something to blow up in your face because it always does. But again, not to be like, pessimistic towards life but I think really being comfortable with the the moments that you know are not going to be there forever and it makes you enjoy them even more and then if you're suffering or if you're in pain then knowing that that's not going to last either so very long answer (laughs) sorry about that 
No, that was good, 100%. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you on like, I think a lot of people have like very opposed to quotes because they're like, it's always like something so like cheesy that's like, she believed she could, so she did. You know, like it's <laughs> like, you know, like stuff like that is cute on notebooks, but then like when it comes to like real life, you're like, okay, I'm not gonna, but um, definitely that one's a really good one that like, it's good to, to think about and to have it like in your head when you're going through something tough. Um, so I definitely agree with that. Um, and what would you say? So I'm 15 right now. So if you could go back and speak to your 15 year old self, what would you tell her? Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I, hmm. I would say, I guess this is hard. I feel like I still don't know so much about life and even me looking back at my 15 year old self I think I was I had a pretty rough time in high school I don't know if that's high school age I think are you a freshman well I'm not sure well it's because I'm in Canada so okay if I go backwards I'm a junior but I should be a sophomore anyways okay okay that gives me more conceptualization I would say this time is really hard and when people say Olivia Rodrigo reference like these are the golden years I really don't think that's the case Mm -hmm. I think being young is extremely hard because you don't have the life experience you don't have the emotional um you know maturity to deal with all of these changes that are happening in your life and especially if you are in a toxic high school environment and you struggle with maybe like being shy as I did or like depression or anxiety and then being thrown in this crazy environment that's high school or middle school on top of that it's like oh my gosh like these are really hard years and you know if adults say like this is the best time of your life then they must have peaked in high school because (laughs) it's not for a lot of people so I would say, I know it's really hard, but it's going to get better and you're going to get more emotionally mature. And especially with all like the hormones you're going through, it's really, you know, like you're so, you feel things so intensely at a young age. And even I do now, it's like, whenever you like someone, you like them a lot, or whenever you hate something, you hate it a lot and everything's just so intense and just know that it's going to be less dramatic when you get older and that's something I've noticed being around more older people they don't really have all these emotional ups and downs like teenagers do so you know stay strong (laughs) it's not your fault just stay strong I guess that would be my be my advice Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like everyone that I talk to on this podcast says that high school is really not the best time of your life. And I think like most adults will say like, oh, well, enjoy it while it lasts because you don't have any responsibilities. But personally, I'd rather have responsibilities and like actually have fun than like have to wake up and go to like a school that I don't like every day with like people that I'm forced to be with, you know, not to say that I don't like the people at my school. Like, I don't want to offend anyone. Like, love you guys all. But, um, you know, it's just like, it's a different, um, 
it's like you can't control anything in your life when you're my age and you like you just have to go with what's given to you which obviously I'm super grateful for everything I have and like I try as much as I can to um embrace it and like have the most fun that I can but for sure the high school is very toxic and um yeah everyone that comes on this podcast tells me that or high school like they like it's mediocre whatever or that it was the worst time of their life so I'm like that reassures me like life will get better it'll get funner anyways um and if um your younger self would see you now what's something that she would be proud of I think my younger self would be proud of everything that I've gone through. I think I've definitely endured a lot of a lot of struggles in my life and I think knowing especially when I was a gymnast, it, I mean I was a very strong person and I overcame a lot of struggles and then I can um, think back to like my brain injury and like my many concussions and that's just the physical side of things so I think I would be really proud of how well I handled those things but this is kind of off topic I just want to even though I don't think you can p- comment on podcasts I want to get your opinion on this I feel like almost when like my life goes to shambles for me personally I almost feel better about being sad because I don't feel guilty. I'm like, okay, so this major thing has happened in my life. I am allowed to be sad. But it's almost like those times where you don't really know why you're sad or there's no reason, but you feel guilty about it because you feel like you should be happy. I don't know. I think that's just crazy how our mind kind of judges ourselves for what we feel but yeah I would long answer but I would say how much I have endured no I completely agree with what with what you're saying about the guilt and all of that and like it's just anyways I I completely agree and it's difficult I think it's like uh like something that society created that it's like you're not um like even to go to the extreme of like um, survivor's guilt or like things like that. Um, if you bring that into like on a smaller scale, you know, just like um, like you're just sad, you don't know why. Um, society is like, no, like mental health doesn't matter. Like, well now obviously it's getting better, but it's like, no, mental health doesn't, ma- doesn't matter. If you're sad, like suck it up. And like, there's people going through worse things. And like, just like all of that concept, I think it like, puts it into our minds that like if we're sad or if we're upset about something that like there's always going to be someone with bigger problems and that you should um obviously appreciate what you have and I agree with that but also let yourself feel emotions and let yourself be sad because it's easier not always but sometimes it's easier to work through it and be sad about it and then move on than just like act like you're happy just because you feel guilty about being sad so yeah I definitely agree with that and um I really admire like everything that you've gone through and like coming out of it even stronger like like you're doing amazing you're doing great and um I'm really happy for you and I really admire that for you um and um it's very important in life to practice self-care I know um 
I interview a lot of workaholics. I don't know about you, but most people that come on here are like, oh, you know, like I just like work all the time. I just like, I do this, like I do that, whatever, like overachievers, like a lot of people like that. Um, but what would you say is like your favorite self-care activity to do to take care of yourself? I really like taking baths. I take one pretty much almost every day. I don't know why I just find them so comforting and it's like a way to just relax and I feel like I'm being hugged I don't know it's just really comforting and I have always loved taking baths since I was a young person but taking baths and then journaling is also really helpful for me and just writing down whatever I'm feeling it allows me to process it and I also feel like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders after I journal or I don't know. I, I, I've heard some people have like done the thing where you record on your voice memos and just speak like you're talking to someone and then maybe play it back to like get perspective on like what's going on in your life. But yeah, I think those are some things that are easy to do, but I've, I don't really associate so much now with the workaholic attitude because I have gotten a little bit more I don't know chilled and I don't I, I don't feel as though I need to work super super hard to the point where I'm neglecting self-care anymore well obviously that's terrible to do but there was a point in my life where I was doing that where it's almost like you can do everything but your mind still will tell you you're not good enough so you neglect yourself just to feel like you can achieve something more that will finally give your self-approval to feel like oh wow I, I, I I'm important or I achieved something but you really don't have to wait to give yourself approval you can just give yourself time and not push to work hard because that's I mean a lot of times even when you do do that it doesn't make you feel that great because you you realize that you abandon yourself in the process and that's not fun so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I completely agree with that I've been like that like especially when um like high school like before the pandemic I know that was like goes back like to a long time because now we've been in this for a while but um yeah before that I was really like overworking myself and like neglecting taking care of myself like you were saying um because just like high school is like an everyday thing like all day and then I was like a competitive dancer I know you did gymnastics so like that um you must relate to that like always like having school all day and then going to gymnastics all evening and then um or like dance all evening and then you just like don't have a life anymore and then on top of that I was like uh, I had a different podcast I don't know I was <laughs> anyways um I had a different podcast I was doing a YouTube channel like I all of that it was just like a lot like dance six six or seven days a week high school every day and then the rest I just like did stuff that I liked but then sometimes it would get like to the point where it was like I was just doing it to so people think like wow she's she's achieved a lot or um like oh that's really cool that she has this she has this she has that like I feel like 
um, that's more where I was coming from, like doing all that I was doing at that point. So um, I completely agree with that. And to finish off the episode, I have one last question that I ask everyone. And it is, um, what is what is your best life advice? So in other words, like if you had 30 seconds where the whole world was listening to you, what would you say? I would say to follow your dreams, even though that's so cheesy, but if you had to do one thing in your life and money was out of the question or, you know, anything like that, which is what makes you truly happy, do that. And then just let the rest, like let the universe figure out the rest because wasting a life, just chasing things because they're going to get you somewhere or because they're going to bring you money or something or fill a void or whatever. That's not truly living. That's not, you know, being in love with life because once you find that thing that makes you so passionate, it doesn't matter what you're getting from it. It's just that process of doing it is really rewarding. And I think that's one of the most important facets of life is just doing what you love and then other people are going to see you and that's going to inspire them and all of a sudden you're making a change in the world and your life matters and that's what's gonna give you that feeling of meaning and personally with me like in my youtube channel I could get so emotional about how many dms I've received about people telling me that I've impacted their life by the law of attraction or whatnot and I think it's so amazing and it adds a lot of meaning to my life and it also adds meaning to their life but I started it not because I wanted to like earn money from it or to be considered well-known or whatnot I just did it because I loved it and then look what came out of it it's like all those things are side effects of something that you just do because you genuinely love it Mm -hmm. yeah that was a great answer and I completely agree as like like you said cheesy as it sounds you know um but that's super important because um even like in on like TikTok and stuff like that I always see people saying things like oh I don't care about my dreams I don't care about what I want I'm just gonna be a doctor be a lawyer and then I'll be rich and then I'll be happy and I'm like I don't think that's how it works like I don't I think like like obviously like you can make good money from those jobs but like are you really gonna be happy like like yeah like money doesn't make happiness like yeah sometimes maybe it does but like at the end of the day like it really doesn't like you can if you hate your life like if you have money like that's good you have a nice house you have a nice car but you still hate your life you know like so anyways Mm -hmm. definitely very important to do what you like and um follow your passions and your dreams so that you end up with a life that you love and that you're excited to wake up to so thank you so much for coming on the podcast I really appreciate it do you want to plug your socials for everyone to find you thank you um my social medias my instagram is at it's luca whitaker my youtube is just luca whitaker and my tiktok is luca whitaker three Yes. And all of that will be in the show notes if you guys want to find it easier. Um, so yeah, once again, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It was a really great opportunity to be able to interview you for this um, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you to your girl boss, Chloe. And I just want to say it's so great that you're only 15 and you're already doing this and I know you're going to do so well. So this is thank so awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying that. That makes me really happy.
Oh, no problem. Have a great day. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.